maybe we should just like like let, run the wild dog and let James Cook be the quarterback. That's what yeah, I just, that's what I said. Like throw throw a running back back there, an extra, an extra running back, or throw a, throw an extra lineman out there, and and let's get after it. Welcome to My Gotta Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, my co-host John Powell and I review what went down against the Gators on Saturday. But before we get to that, as always, remember that you can follow us on social media at My Gotta Podcast. And a quick note. We're now available on Spotify. I know we had at least one listener looking for the show there. So Carter Powell, I hope it's easier for you to listen to your dad's podcast now. All right, let's join the conversation in progress. Have you rewatched any of the game yet? Or are you still, are you going off of uh, just watching live? No, I, uh, I did not rewatch it. I was, uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I, I started making like my YouTube cut, you know, um, this morning. <clears throat> so I watched a little bit while I was doing that. I just I basically watched like the Zamir White touchdown, uh, the three and out, and then I wa- I basically I watched until it was fourteen to seven, um, kind of fast forwarding through it. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, <laughs> to me, like it's crazy how much. I've never seen a game turn on one play so much that was like a touchdown for your team. I mean, <laughs> we throw the touchdown pass to go up 14, nothing. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I can't believe like we're playing so well. And then Rosemary Jack Saint and the uh, horrible, I mean, like I was like, you know, prayers for him, wish him a speedy recovery. But I mean, and I like, wish CBS would, they showed it way too many times. They did. <laughs> you could hear Brad Nestler. He was like, I don't know that we want to show this thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I get like, I get it. Cause like it was under review and like they reviewed to see if it was a, a touchdown or not. So they were trying to show that, but you, I mean, it happened simultaneously. So you couldn't look at one without the other. So they finally stopped showing it, but so you get, you know, we get that and Bennett gets hurt on the same play and he wasn't the same after that. And I think we now know who it's a sprained AC joint. And then, and then right after that on Florida's drive, like the downpour, like the sky opens up uh absolute downpour of rain and then it was a different game from that point on i've never seen i don't think i've ever seen anything like that turn on a positive play like that you know it was crazy yeah i i mean i was in the same boat i mean we were going nuts around the i had the the game on outside some neighbors and i were were like just yelling and screaming my daughter was making fun of me and it was just like I mean, I couldn't believe how well we were doing and running the offense. And then all of a sudden, you know, like you said, it kind of turned. And then, you know, the next series, I think that we had the ball, we like started throwing it and you and I were texting, like, why are we, why are we throwing on first down? Like, it just doesn't make any sense when they literally couldn't stop anything on the ground. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, later in the game, I mean, in in our preview, and I'm sure we're going to go over this, but like, Okay, so what I was gonna say is, I when you said like you know we said in our preview, that's where I lost you. Sorry, like it just got kind of like pixelated. The only thing I'll say okay. is you, like you were saying something about throwing three interceptions, okay. which I know like Bennett actually only had one, and then it was Mathis had two. Just if that's what, for whatever you were saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, we had we had three interceptions in the game. Like if you if you throw yeah. three interceptions, you know you're not gonna beat a team like Florida. Um, right. Had 
had Mark and the crazy, the crazy thing was, was that it felt like we were getting our butts whooped and for all intents and purposes we did, but it still was a ball game. Had Mark Webb actually come down with that interception like that, that was an easy pick six. And we're talking about a totally different ball game at that point. I can't. Yeah. I still can't believe that either. That, that, that was even that it was still a game at that point. Cause I mean, it was, um, and then, yeah, I mean, he gets a pick six and we're in the game. I mean, that it is, mar- <laughs> it, it doesn't really make sense that that was the case, but it, it was, I mean, I guess, cause at that point, like, you know, I mean, with, we lost, you know, scene and they lost pits, you know, on that huge collision in the, in the first half. And I mean, their offense definitely missed him, I would say. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, they showed a stat so, of the first, the first half total yards and the second half total yards, which some of that was them grinding the clock, but um, it was a totally different game in the second half uh, defensively. And, you know, I think you and I were messaging towards the end when, you know, Florida had a chance to ice the game with a field goal. And for whatever reason, Mullen went for it on fourth down. And you and I were like, did he just give us life? Like, I mean, because if, if our offense could have, like, gotten it together, there were still, like, five or six minutes on the clock when that happened. And, yeah. you know, a competent two-minute offense could put you in striking distance of, you know, an onside kick or something, you know. I don't know. Right. And their kicker is really good, too. I mean, that one that he missed was a pretty long one. Um, that 50-yarder he made would have been good from 60. Like, that didn't make sense to me either. And, like, when that happened, I was thinking, again, back to something you said in the preview just around, you know, kind of thinking around Mullen, like making a bad decision that could cost them. And I thought that was going to be it, or I thought, you know, that could have been it, right. That, that, I mean, it, it did, it gave his life um, yeah. when the game really, he should have ended it right there. And, and, and for whatever reason, didn't open the back door for us, or the door back up for us, but then we just couldn't take advantage of it. I mean, I there were, there were some other like questionable Mullen calls. Like why the heck Emory Jones ever saw the field unless it was mop up duty is kind of crazy to me, but um, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like, why would you take a guy off? That's absolutely torching Georgia. Like, why would you take him off the field just so that Emory Jones can run an off tackle or whatever? I have, I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense to me either. And like, actually, uh, Kim asked me the same thing. So my wife, like we were talking about that and she was like, why is Trask out of the game? <laughs> uh, and I didn't really have a good answer other than it's like, maybe they're trying to keep Emory Jones from transferring. I mean, that's the only thing that makes yeah. sense to me. That's what you know, came but, to, that's, that's what came to my mind was they're, they're Justin Fields in him. <laughs> right. Right. Which is, you know, it's, I mean, it's funny to, to bring that up. Right. I mean, like in, in 18, Georgia, Florida, like Fromm had a great game. And that was one of the, I think that was one of the few games that Fields didn't even take a snap in. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I guess, whatever, I guess that's neither here, here nor there. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. To me, like, I, I still feel like we talked about, like, hopefully we would have learned from Alabama and, you know, we, I kept saying that I thought the game plan was going to be that we were going to lean on Zamir white. And we did for one, all of one play. And man, that play was glorious. But oh, at, ha- at halftime of the game, Zamir White had three carries for 76 yards. Um, James Cook had two carries. Uh, Burton had two carries. Milton, zero carries. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I think my tweet during the game was, you know, once we went down, um, once 
Florida took the lead at that point, we had already abandoned the run and kind of, it seemed like almost, I don't know that saying panic is the right thing. Cause again, like, just like Alabama, it, I guess it wasn't even really a, an abandonment of the run. It was once again, never committed to it. Yeah. And this might be a, a jumping off point for us to, cause I know that you got things to say about the, the overall game plan and, you know, you, you and I, and, and Graham coffee, we were, we were messaging after the game and, you know, I went and found the, the rushing stats cause I, I had to like see for myself just for the numbers. Cause it felt like, you know, watching the game and, you know, it felt like that we just didn't do anything with the rushing attack after, yeah. like you said, the first play. And <laughs> it is it is absolutely criminal what we are doing to the running back core right now. And that's all. I'll, I'll jump into my piece, but I do want to give you because I know that you are very passionate about the game plan. So I want to let's talk about that. OK, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, basically like this okay so we're we're coming to into a game with an already depleted defense um you know the thing that scared me the most about florida we talked about it was you know that they were came in averaging you know whatever it was 42 points a game and i said we're not going to score 43 and i mean we definitely didn't um and that against alabama it felt like we signed up for a check meet and it felt like we did it again. Like it felt like we were trying to do this quick strike. I mean, it not that they, like, I mean, not that they hundred percent were like, Hey, this first play is going to be a 75 yard rushing touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I guess you always hope that, or that's the design of the play, but um, like that was a great play. Never saw that. Never once went back to that formation again. That I thought was interesting. Um, and then I don't know, like we, again, first half, uh, so total first half carries, uh, outside of Stetson Bennett were seven total first half running back carries were five. Uh, Zamir White had three carries. James Cook had two carries. That was it in the first half. When the first play of the game, you broke off a 75 yard touchdown run. Like to me, like I said, I, again, I'll repeat some of my tweets that it was criminal and that it was coaching malpractice. Um, and I've seen, you know, a friend of the show, George Foster on Twitter, basically saying the same thing. Um, I do know that he was, it was it him or was it another Georgia alum that said that we were going to get wheel routed to death? <laughs> I can't remember who that was, but I did see it. Yeah. Um, he was pretty vocal. Terrence Edwards was pretty vocal. Um, Isaac Nada, I don't know if you saw, he chimed in and said, uh, I, now that I'm on the other side, I understand what what it feels like to be a Georgia fan. Like I get it now. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got it. So you've got a depleted defense. We, the, you know, with the way Florida plays offense, we could not leave the defense out of the field. We needed to keep our defense off the field with long sustained drives. Exactly. And it felt like we didn't, and it's not even that we felt like we did not try to do that. Other than I don't, you know, who knows what the first scripted drive was because the first play was worked so well that it turned into a 75 yard touchdown. But again, after that, and especially, especially when your quarterback gets hurt on a touchdown pass and then we come back out throwing. And what if we said I, the, the only thing that's going to be, that is kind of detrimental and I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it, but I'm just going to leave it to hopefully battle. Him, uh, hopefully those guys will, will look at this because I wanted things we texted like, on all those overthrows, you know, there were so many overthrows and both quarterbacks did it um, where, you know, 
you know, the, the guy was, well, there, some of them were wide open, so you can't say they made the wrong read. Um, some there was a tight coverage and it didn't work and it was still overthrown. But I wonder, was there someone coming across the middle wide open <laughs> on a check down on those plays? So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. But again, and, and I guess my thing comes to, and again, just like Alabama game, like I can sit here and say, you know, we should have run the ball. We should have played ball control. The counterpoint to that is, well, Munkin schemed guys open. There were receivers open. The quarterback couldn't hit them. At this point, I mean, we know that we don't have a quarterback that can hit those guys. It's back to play to your strength. You have to call plays. And Seth Emerson had this in his article today, uh, essentially that you have to call plays that your players are capable of executing. And I feel like we're calling plays that our guys just can't do. And again, maybe it's working in practice, but we're, you know, six games in and that's not working. We can't do those things on the field. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. That's what you and I were talking about was like, you know, on the one hand, and I think I sent a tweet out like this during the game was that I, I felt like that we were no longer wasting an elite defense. We're actually wasting an elite offensive coordinator because we don't have mm-hmm. a quarterback to execute it. Now, the flip side of that is that an elite offensive coordinator should be able to figure out putting your players in the best possible position to succeed. And like you said, like you said, hey, you know what? There was progression. I actually did see Stetson pass to some checkdowns with some success. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't see any batted balls. What I didn't see was moving the pocket all that much. I mean, I did see a little bit of rollout with Stetson, some he couldn't hit the broad side of the barn, you know, apologies to Stetson, but like, it's just, it is what it is at this point. It is. And he was hurt. Right. I think we can't forget that. Like he was not the same guy after that hit on the second which, drive on the touch on the touchdown pass. Right. He was not the same guy after he came back, <clears throat> which when we're talking about this game in context, like let's just take a step back and look at that. So all along Kirby smart has said, that Stetson gives us the best opportunity to win football games. That means that he is the best option to run the offense that we have. Um, When he got hurt, that means that a injured Stetson Bennett is still the best option for us at quarterback until it became abundantly obvious that he just was not going to be, um, you know, he just wasn't going to get the job done. And so we, we moved to Mathis you know, almost after it was too late, to be honest with you. I think you had mentioned to me that yeah. you, you thought that we were going to try it out Mathis to begin begin the, the second half, um, you know, stuff like that, where it was just like, come on, Kirby, we, we need something different. This just isn't working. We need a Jalen Hurts moment right now. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it was just like Mathis in the first game, really, right? I mean, other than Mathis, for some reason, had a much shorter – shorter leash like I'm not you, I, I feel like you can't sit there and totally fault Stetson Bennett on everything guys were dropping passes you know the, the good passes that he did make were dropped uh like case in point I think opening drive the second half uh the, the pass that hit uh Fitzpatrick in the hands and he dropped I mean that was just a huge blow that could have been a big spark but again that happened to Mathis too against Arkansas I mean no one was helping him out in the first half and, and he got pulled like sometimes you just have to make a change you have to make a spark you need a spark. And again, I mean, they did it, but like you said, I think it was too late at that point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I mentioned this to you, you know, after Mathis threw an interception, I think it was his first interception. uh, He came off the field. You could see Kirby trying to coach him up a little bit here and there. And like, I don't know, every time that he takes his helmet off and the cameras pan to him on the sideline, he just doesn't look all there, man. 
And, and I don't know that that's necessarily fair, but that's just my personal like gut instinct reaction is that he just doesn't seem all the way there. And when he's throwing the ball, when he's moving around, he's just not there. And that's the situation that we find ourselves in is that literally the best option that we have at quarterback is a guy that um, is, is physically limited, a guy that's physically gifted, but is just not making the right decisions where, where it ended for me. And I mentioned this to you and Graham on our little message chain, but like where it ended for me and where I have absolutely no hope of the quarterback room was that they, they subbed in Mathis, they subbed in Mathis for, for Bennett, who just clearly wasn't getting the job done was hurt, whatever, how you, however you want to explain it away. And then Mathis comes in and then on one of the plays, it was, I think it was second and second and fairly medium. And mm -hmm. he took it and ran it out of bounds and made it a third and long situation as opposed to throwing the ball away. To me, that's where I lost the quarterback room and for good. Yeah. Like I have, I have absolutely no confidence that we have anybody on the team that can run this offense. And that means that moving forward, we need to just run the ball. And I mean, run the ball, like, yeah, figure out ways to option the court option guys out. Like we don't even need a quarterback, but you know, put Zamir White out there, put whoever out there, and just have another running back on the field, and let's just run triple option. <laughs> I mean, I like seriously. So that's where I think that again, like text uh, full admission on text messages sent. Like <laughs> I, I sent to you, you know, I felt like Kirby made a mistake in pulling Mathis from the Arkansas game that we would have won that game anyway and, you know, should have let him get through it. Uh, Arkansas was better than we thought they were, would have pulled that out, probably still have the same record at this point, and he would have had more in-game experience to, to, to grow. You know, that was when he first came in after he led that touchdown drive, um, or, you know, the, his first drive of the, of the second half. So, obviously, things took a turn after that. Um, I would say, though, to your point, though, of what you just said of run the ball – Mathis is just as capable of handing the ball off as Stetson is, and he can do more with his legs if he keeps it. I mean, I, I would, I would go, I agree. I mean, should just run zone read every play and do like Vince Young at Texas in the mid two thousands. Right. Um, do that. And then if he's going to pass, let him drop back, look for the first read. If it isn't there run. I actually felt like I actually was yelling at the TV several times last night that I felt like he needed to be running. Like when he drops back to pass, I mean, the guy is fast. I mean, yeah. he's got a great, he's got a great stride. Like look for your first read. If it isn't there, tuck it and run. I feel like that would be more effective than what we're saying. So I don't know. Yeah. We definitely have to make a big picture decision because unless something crazy happens, the East is out of reach, right? I mean, Florida has to lose twice. Um, it's, I mean, it's 2020, it's crazy year. It's not totally out of the realm of possibility, but I'm definitely not, counting on that like at this point it's more like you know honestly like for pride play well hopefully get a, a decent bowl game um i mean vandegrift is coming next year um so i, I don't know I, I, I yeah like you're so, hopefully kind of like you you would like to take the rest of this year to kind of groom the next quarterback but he's in high school so <laughs> well and i think i mentioned this to you like i do believe that at some point we need to figure out what we have in the quarterback room we haven't seen carson back in game situations i mean some of the feedback i've heard is that you know obviously obviously that he's they don't think that he's as good as mathis because otherwise he'd probably be out there but yeah. you know he also hasn't been put in a game situation like these other two quarterbacks have um right 
you know, see what he can do. I mean, like you mentioned with, with Mathis, the only thing that concerns me about Mathis is his decision-making. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the decision to run out of bounds, the decision not to throw it away, the decision earlier in the game, earlier in the season where he refused to go for the first down twice. Um, yeah. You know, and then, and then, like you said, there were multiple times when he would drop back and clearly was looking for options, either didn't see them or hesitated, and he could have taken off, but he didn't. He just held onto the ball and caused some sacks that killed clock for us late in the game when we were trying to come back, which, you know, had Mark Webb intercepted that ball, I feel like it would have just given us false hope because I don't think that our offense could have, <laughs> I don't think that our offense could have gotten it together to figure it out to come back on something like that. Um, You're right. Is, I mean, I, I agree. Unless we had run student body left with Zamir White again, maybe that would have been our only chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I just think that the, you know, Munkin has coached his brains off because last year we couldn't get any wide receivers open this year. We've got wide receivers open literally all over the field, every single game. And we just don't have anybody to do it. And that's gotta be absolutely infuriating because on the one hand on a coaching side of things, and this is kind of goes to, you know, maybe they're seeing it in practice and, you know, they're like, well, let's try it out. And then the game comes and they crap the bed. Um, maybe that speaks to yeah. our, our defenses past defense. Cause the, their, the quarterbacks are playing against the first team defense. Um, obviously Kyle Trask picked us apart. You know, maybe it speaks yep. to how weak our, our past defense truly is. Um, but either way, like you've got to absorb the game day information and say, okay, we've had about four games that to my mind were we've had very clear evidence that the quarterback struggles hitting open receivers. So as a coach, you have to correct for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel like he needs to, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like the game plan at this point doesn't match personnel. It seems like they're not capable of doing it. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, to me, if it's, if you're going to stick with Mathis, maybe either go to Mathis, simplify the offense I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't really know what I'm talking about, but like, that's what I would do. <laughs> Simplify it, hand the ball off, a lot of zone read. Um, maybe first read, second read isn't their run. I don't know. That's what I would do, but what, you know, what do I know? Um, a little, I mean, so you, you talked about, about the defense a bit. I mean, are we like, I kind of gave them a pass against Alabama because I felt like, you know, the game, the offensive game plan put us into a, a track meet and they wore down. This one, like now that that's happened twice, I don't know. Like, is the defense not as good as we thought? Although, I mean, I guess it's it, we can't discount the injuries. Like, I'm not, and Kirby Smart even said, like, we can't use injuries as, as an excuse. I'm not going to do that. But man, I mean, no account. Jordan Davis didn't make the trip. Uh, yeah, we were we were kind of holding out hope that he would have been there. He wasn't. Then scene goes out. Um, you know. Monty Rice is not 100%. I don't think Way Walker is either. So I don't know. The injuries are are mounting. So that definitely played a part of it. But still, schematically, I mean, when Florida runs a wheel route and we've got Jermaine Johnson in coverage one on one at a running back, I mean, that's a mismatch. That stuff was schemed. Like, I, I feel like Mullen, or I, because I don't even, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm blanking on Florida's offensive coordinator. I mean, I feel like it's Mullen's offense. Like, he out-schemed Dan Lanning and Kirby Smart yesterday. So, yeah. I mean, 
to an extent, obviously the first half, which frankly, like, we, we talked about it, like the quick strike, the quick strikes that we had were not helpful to the defense, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Like you said, we have to have sustained drives. I think Florida ran like 80 something plays. Um, I mean, a lot of those were just straight bombs, which is not necessarily accounted for in the number of plays, but it is accounted for in the amount of running that our team is doing all over the field, trying to chase down these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our defense was gas. I mentioned that to you. I was like, oh, my only worry is that we're going to end up having to defend all these different plays, you know, from every single one of Kyle Trask's pass. Um, and, you know, we, we, I, I do think that the defense was gassed. I think they're decimated by injury and clearly, very clearly, the, the, the injury that I was most worried about was Jordan Davis. I, we, we, we almost got to Trask multiple times. And some yeah. of that was due to the speed of our defensive ends. Had Jordan Davis been hundred percent in that game, I feel like we would have gotten to Trask multiple times because Jordan Davis commands multiple defenders to keep him. And he eats up space in, in, in the middle of their, of the, of the line. So it gave a little freedom. I'm curious. I was going to ask you about this because, I, frankly, I didn't watch the replay. I didn't look at the the specific line items. But was Adam Adam Anderson in all that much? So yeah, I because we talked about him like this was his game. I I don't know. I looked at the participation chart and he did play. Um, I haven't looked at like the defensive statistics, but it, it was a, it was one of those things where I would say I didn't really notice him. I guess, and it sounds like you didn't either. Right. And, and see, it's stuff like that. Like if you can absorb another defender, it frees up a guy like Adam Anderson to be one-on-one or whatever. So like, I do think that we did their offensive line and hats off to their offensive line. I mean, they, they very, I mean, Trask, yeah, we got pressure to him a lot, but like he never got sacked. Um, He barely, you know, he barely like, he barely broke a sweat running, running, running around. And even when he was, he seemed like he always ended up hitting someone wide open. So, um, yeah. well, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like story of the game, right? Like their first touchdown, we actually got to Trask. He, I mean, like fumbled the ball and that, but like caught it instantly and then throws a touchdown pass. Didn't even have the laces in his hand. I mean, that's, it was kind of summed up the day right there. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's fair. And, you know, the broadcasters, Nestler and um, Danielson, were talking about this. Um, you know, we did miss we, – we missed leadership. And I think that that was something that has, has actually come up. Like, someone's got to step up on, on that – on the defensive side from a leadership standpoint. But I actually do believe that they have leadership. You know, LeCount, he's quarterbacking the defensive, the defensive side of things, you know, making calls. He obviously wasn't a factor in the game. Um, I was really excited when seeing um, – stepped out on the field this week. So losing him yeah. is, a, is another leader that has a lot of experience out there. Um, Monty Rice, when he wasn't in the game, obviously wasn't able to, to, to quarterback things. And then, you know, Jordan Davis and Julian Rochester on the defensive line. Like, I mean, we just talked about four studs right there uh, that yeah. were just not part of the game. And I do believe that had they been in the game, it would have been different from a defensive side of things. And I don't, I, I don't want to lean on it because we recruit for a reason, but you also like don't have these consistent starters that play almost every single down for, 
no reason, even when you have the talent coming in behind them, because they're just not good enough. So, yeah. well, so I, I asked you that question like open-ended because I wanted to see if your thought process was like mine and, you know, as usual, we agree. So I, <laughs> I mean, like to me, like, I can't remember a rash of injuries like this on one side of the ball since like, I mean, 2013, this happened on the offense. Uh, like remember like in Tennessee, like everyone got, like the whole world got hurt. Um, in that game, that was like Keith Marshall blew out, blew out his knee after Gurley was already hurt. And then like, uh, we had, I think like two receivers got hurt in that game. It was just like crazy. Like, like that year we had that on the offense. It was like this year we're having the same thing on the defense. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, we did sack Trask once. I'll, I'll say that we sacked him uh, once and, and Adam Anderson had a, an assistant tackle. That's how he showed up in the, in the stat line. And so the other thing like that we talked about was like the, the team with the most rushing yards has won 14 years in a row or had one. So we actually did so that streak was basically broken because we didn't rush for more yards and Florida still won the game. Um, so they, they didn't fill up the stat line running the ball. Uh, they only had 97 yards rushing for the game, but I felt like I was still, I was actually impressed and surprised by the running game. But I, again, I think that comes back to Jordan Davis really missing him, uh, plugging up, you know, taking up multiple defenders in the run game as well. Um, because I felt like they, I mean, again, like not crazy stats, but that's because their passing was, is so good. Uh, but they were able to run and kind of at will, honestly. I mean, I don't know, like at will, but I don't know. Their running game was plenty good enough to keep us honest. I guess that's the way I would say it. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I think they had, what, like 60-something yards uh, rushing or something like that? Oh, they had 97 yards rushing. 97. Yeah, I mean, so they didn't break 100. And we had, what, like 170, 160? Uh, yeah, 160. We had 165, they had 97. But again, 75 of our yards were on the first play of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, uh, that, is some, that is some damn stats lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, our, oh, oh, go ahead. Uh, Talk, I'm going to wrap a bow around the injuries thing with a conspiracy theory that I read on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. All right, so I read on I read it on the internet. So, and I don't obviously even it's know. true. So, uh, one of the Alabama guys, one of the Alabama guys that I follow, was saying that Scott Cochran is on Georgia's team, and they're getting absolutely decimated by injuries last year. We were decimated by injuries, and I don't know how, how valid that is, but that's what they were saying. Mm. Like Alabama was decimated by injuries last year, and Georgia is now decimated by injuries this year, and they're blaming Scott Cochran. Yeah, I mean, so what I was saying was like, I feel like that would kind of that 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 makes sense for them because you can kind of blame that stuff on the strength coach, but he's not our strength coach, so I I, I feel like that doesn't hold as well. But it's a it's a, it's a nice conspiracy theory from a from a Bama fan. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you read something about Pickens, which, cause there were rumors swirling that like the one I saw was that he's not injured. It's grades or something, which doesn't really make sense in the middle of the semester. So I don't think that, I don't think there's any, I wouldn't think there's any truth to that. I mean, who knows? Um, but uh, there's another, another, you know, guy that we didn't have that we hoped he would right? No, no Pickens. Then Rosemary Jack Saint goes out. Also McIntosh, I don't believe played. I know he was there, but I didn't see him on the field. Um, from what yeah, I, can also. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if Pickens, 
if he's out because of grades, it must be pretty egregious is what I'm saying. I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll just yeah. say that. Cause yeah. I feel like they, I feel like Kirby smart would figure out a way to get him on the field. That's just yeah, where yeah, yeah. he comes from. Right. Yep. All right. I guess the only other thing, like, or, or another thing, I guess, um, I mean, the, yeah, the special teams weren't as special. The, the return game continues to be good. Um, and we totally wasted that great uh, kickoff return that, uh, the uh, Jackson yeah. had, uh, but then, man, I mean, picked a bad time to start shaking punts. <laughs> that, that the Shanks punt at the end of the first half, and then Florida comes down and gets a touchdown. I mean, that that kind of sealed it, honestly, right there. Like you said, we had some kind of false hope late, or, or would have had false hope had Mark Webb had a pick six. But I mean, on like the game was pretty much over by halftime with that last touchdown. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was that was not not pretty. He had a couple of them that were kind of. I think I he had one that was just kind of like, eh, and then another one that, that was just backbreaking at the end of the half. Like that was just like, oh man, this is just not our day. When our Ray yeah. guy, you know, potential kicker, and then and then he goes on the other side of things and has like an amazing punt that for whatever reason Tooney picked it up, like caught it. And decided to try to run around. <laughs> I thought he was going to get killed. Yeah, of all the things that we did, like we did a good job on him. Like remember, like in their preview, I was worried about him. Um, I'll say we did it. I felt like we 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 handled him pretty well. There were some missed tackles, like we talked about. You know, like how much they get, um, like yards after catch, yards after contact. Yeah, we did a decent job. Like after all the injuries hit. I mean, then we started missing some tackles like later. Um, but early on, the, the tackling was was decent. I don't know. They went over the top more than I was anticipating. Like they they actually kind of did almost more like what Alabama did. <laughs> does. I felt like I felt like what they did against us wasn't exactly what we've seen. I mean, they definitely had those drag routes, a lot of crossing routes. I would say there were some pick plays that didn't get called, but whatever. I mean, they were clearly the better team. Like, oh uh, man, you know, I'm not. I, but but there there were some, especially in the first half. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like that, that that was something that stuck out to me. It almost seemed like that that was like a strategy that they were employing. That was the only way that they were able to get open early, and then they started going yes. over the top or whatever. Like otherwise, yeah. like we had plays covered. We had guys like I mean, the pick plays were just insane. Um, yeah, that the 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 comeback was the those quick fourteen points. The comeback was was built on offensive pass interference but again whatever like you know they were clearly better <laughs> yeah and then but. and then and then Pitts. i think i can't remember if it was a, a long touchdown or what like the one where i think it was a touchdown where i think it was uh stevenson i'm not sure who the defensive back was that was on that fell down like he yeah. turned he turned around to try to catch the ball and fell down like yeah i I actually thought that he had an opportunity to intercept that ball had he not fallen oh, down. Yeah. That was the one where we saw Air Kirby on the sideline in the replay on Air, the broadcast right behind yeah. him, right? And yeah. you could and you could tell, you could tell it. It was almost like he kind of anticipated. It was like this is what we waited for. This is what we wanted. We wanted them to throw it deep and he was just waiting for it to happen and then as soon as he turned around, you know, his right foot slipped as he was turning around and just fell down and basically Pitts had an uncontested catch even though it looked like Pitts had like shook him off or whatever, he literally just slipped. Yeah. 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 That was one of those where I was like yelling at the ZV offensive pass interference, uh, full, you know, on first look, obviously it wasn't like, yeah, Stevenson just slipped. It was not a push off or anything. Um, 
There was one. Yeah, was there tough. was one. There was one that was a push off that they had a long gain on. They, I think Danielson called it. He said, "Oh, he got lucky on that one." Yeah, that was their first touchdown drive. That was like during the rain downpour. Actually, I think that brief uh, downpour of rain that was during that when that happened. Right. Uh, well, I guess the, the I don't know. I guess kind of macro sense, like what stinks is it's the first time since 2016 that we found ourselves not in control of our destination, as we would say, uh, being Atlanta. So I don't know we're gonna we're gonna see how we respond. I don't know any like kind of macro sense season thoughts from you. <laughs> Uh, all right. So the macro, the macro stats, I, I mentioned this to you. At, so SEC StatCat did a huge dump, like the, the morning of the game, I feel like, or maybe I just saw it the morning of, I can't remember when exactly they, they tweeted it out, but they put a bunch of stats out offensive and defensive. And, you know, one of the things that they, they said was, you know, James Cook was actually one of the most like statistically success rate, you know, based running backs that we have and i feel like that he's the running back that has gotten one of the least amounts of carries of all of the running backs particularly out of the zone read like the zone the zone look um he he had like a 70 percent success rate out of the zone look i i i feel like that they have to know that right like is there is it just that they don't feel like he's no holding on to the ball or can secure it or, or what, but like we need to be giving and, and figuring out more ways to get James cook the ball. And frankly, if we never throw a ball to Kendall Milton again, I'll be, I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he needs to work on his hands. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. We've seen it back to back games now. God um, bl- if it's God- not like, if it's not hitting him in the numbers, you know, when he has to extend, it doesn't look great. <laughs> God, God bless him. He's going to be an absolute monster um, as he continues to grow and get stronger and develop his skills. But right now, we don't need to be throwing passes to Kendall Melton. Just yeah. Which, by the way, you know, he, he went down. Did see his dad tweeted like slight meniscus tear. Sounds like he's going to be okay. So that that's good. <clears throat> that um, doesn't make me doesn't give me the warm fuzzies. Well, that's where, like, yeah, I don't know, like the offense. We're just going to see. I mean, basically, to me, it all boils down to who's going to play quarterback. I mean, honestly, um, I don't think any of the options are great. And I think like we're basically just staring down the reality of the guy who was supposed to be quarterback is carrying a clipboard for the Buffalo Bills and Jake Fromm. The backup plan, Jamie Newman opted out, and we probably don't talk about that enough. Um, And my big gripe with him that I know we've texted about was if he didn't come here, maybe we would have D.R. King because he hadn't, he wasn't on the transfer market yet. Um, and, you know, we go get Jamie Newman, who was the, you know, he's the guy that everyone wanted, right? Like he was the hottest guy on the transfer market. We get him. And then after that happened, then Derek King says he's going to transfer. So I don't know. He, I, I would take him over anyone we're playing right now, <laughs> I would say. Um, so that's things. I mean, the Jamie Newman opt out really, really killed us. Like it, it, it really hurt. It really hurt this team. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if we can get – I don't know of these defensive guys, like who's going to come back healthy. We're not going to see an offense like Alabama, like Florida, again the rest of the season. Um, so, we've just got to, I don't know, you know, keep – everyone keep their head up, keep chopping, 
and get through this. And well, I don't know. I mean, got to compete, got to play Georgia football, right? I don't know. We so we we may not see an offense, but we're going to see better defenses, unfortunately, yeah. from, a, from a statistical yeah. standpoint. So the offense, you know, I think I think uh, doesn't Missouri have a tougher defense than Florida? I think so. Although the only other thing there is like, I mean, like Kentucky's was actually pretty good, right? I mean, because Kentucky's was better than Florida. Although they, I mean, I guess that kind of proves in the stats, right? We scored twice as much on Florida as we did on Kentucky. So I don't know, maybe that's about right. <laughs> yeah. And then you also got to factor in the, the, the track meet element of it. So like when you're comparing these defensive stats, like they may not necessarily worry as much about the defense because they know their offense is going to outscore everybody. And that kind of underscores the big picture, you know, philosophy and, all that kind of stuff that I've heard people talking about and dog post has frankly been, I mean, they've had some, they've had some hot takes uh, in my opinion about, <laughs> about Kirby smart and Todd Munkin uh, right now, but talking about the philosophy that Kirby needs to, there's, there, there's questions all of a sudden for, for Kirby smart, um, even though he's dominated this series since he's been there. So we, we lost one hobbling in on defense, no quarterback, which, you know, I guess, Technically, those questions are certainly valid for Kirby, but like it is what it is. And I think it's just one of those coaching scenarios where we just got to get past it, you know, get to, um, you know, get to getting the the stud quarterback that we got coming in. Um, maybe, maybe JT Daniels gets, gets healthy at some point. Um, he's a, he's a unicorn. He doesn't, he doesn't really exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly he doesn't exist, but like, you know, he's, he's definitely, I don't know. He must, he must be really be hurt um, is, is kind of what I've decided because otherwise, yeah, I agree. Otherwise he would be out there. And apparently, you know, that surgery that had in January was not an insignificant kind of situation. Cause I do feel like that if you take that into context and the fact that he's not seeing the field, like he, this, the, his injury, that injury must've been pretty substantial. His, his initial injury must've been pretty substantial. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. So anyway, um, you know, welcome. I, I, for one, welcome our new triple option overlords, Jim. <laughs> hey, I, I I mean, again, me, like silly fan stuff. I'm like, maybe we should just like, like let, do, run the wild dog and let James Cook be the quarterback. That's what yeah, I just, that's what I said. Like throw, throw a running back back there, an extra, an extra running back or throw, a, throw an extra lineman out there. And and let's get after it. Yeah, yeah. You want more touches for James Cook, and there's a way to definitely definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever played quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, seriously, yesterday I was like, I wonder what kind of arm James Cook has. Like, can he throw the ball? <laughs> or uh, or or any of the other like like Burton or any anybody else out there like that's that's super fast on on the squad you know one guy yeah. that I, I don't think that we saw and i don't know that i was necessarily super confident was uh what was it arian smith i can't remember I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, I'm blanking on his name but the the wide receiver that was hurt that suddenly made the yeah. travel squad he didn't i don't think we saw right. him i so i see he's on the participation chart really for yeah, but I but this doesn't have like snap count, uh, so it's got him on there. But it's also got Trey Blunt, and I don't remember seeing Trey Blunt. Huh. So who knows? Maybe it was late in the game. Or, you know what? It could have been on special teams or something. I don't remember seeing him because this this what I'm looking at doesn't break that down. 
Seems um, un- it seems odd if he was on special teams because we'd figure that he would probably have been one of the ones receiving, but maybe not. I don't know. That was the one yeah. thing that, that he was supposed to bring to the table was the, this like otherworldly elite, you know, track, track, little, little track mate star speed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you know, hey, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, we just need to move on. I'm, I'm ready to move on from yep. future future quarterback conversations. And, you know, th- this this season is a throwaway season for eligibility purposes for everyone. And I just assume we forgot that it ever happened. But at least we're watching football. At least we're, you know, getting something to distract us from whatever ails you in the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, I agree. I know, like, I this is one of those times where, like, I lied to myself. Like, I said something and I didn't do it. Like, after Arkansas game, I remember I was texting my dad and saying, like, all right, well, it looks like we're not what I thought we were. Um, I just need to enjoy the fact that we have football and enjoy every minute that I get to watch and just not worry about things. And, of course, like, I fell back into my trap of, oh, no, man, the mailman. Like, he's, he's awesome. And <laughs> uh, But... You know what? So now I'm going to uh, take my heed my own advice, and I still get to watch the dogs play on Saturday. And you know, like at least I woke up today a dog and not a gator, and I'll take that. So is there's this, always that. Is this what South Carolina <laughs> fans feel like? Uh, I could go ask my neighbor. We'll go. Uh, maybe I have to have him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we got them coming up too, which historically Muschamp Muschamp's been a problem for Smart too. So. There's no telling what we're what we got in store for us. Buckle up, Bulldog fans. <laughs> well, they're not doing looking too hot. We may be face, uh, facing like interim head coach Mike Bobo at that point. We'll see. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, all right, man. Hey, uh, enjoy soccer. Hope soccer goes well. Yeah, thanks. We're actually well, almost there. You know, we were doing the doing the call while I was driving, so almost there. Cool. All right, man. Well, we'll talk soon. We'll we'll get a we'll get a look at Missouri. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to say. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, appreciate it. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>